Hey everybody, welcome again to another episode of the IT Sandbox where I'm sharing with you bite-sized, actionable lessons in IT delivery that you can implement on your team today, all based on some real-life experience. My name is Christian Cox, I'm your host, your Agile and Product Enthusiast, and I really want to help you improve your team's output by sharing some of the things that I've learned along the way in my IT journey, and of course, as I continue to learn, I'll continue to share. In today's episode, we'll be talking about prioritizing bits of work for an MVP. Now, on the last episode, we actually talked about MVPs in general and some things you can consider when you're trying to bring a new idea to life. Today, we're gonna really dive into it. And I wanna share with you guys some things that I've done on a project that I'm currently working on that'll kind of help you, at least in a larger organization context, figure out some ways to navigate the process of developing an MVP, especially when you're working with some business stakeholders who aren't exactly technology people. So without further ado, let's get into it. So to kind of give you guys some context, um, I'm working on a project currently with senior business stakeholders, people from my team as well, who are part of the IT group. And we're really building something from scratch, something that's never been previously implemented. They've always had the same uh, business process and the technology around that obviously supports that process. In the last episode, I talked about how we're looking to really leverage some of the existing architecture and exploit that to the fullest so that we can create a baseline of some value to deliver upfront for this MVP. Now, of course, when you're working with folks who aren't exactly um, technologists and they're more focused on business results and business processes and really the outcome of the technology that's delivered by IT, sometimes it's a little dif difficult to navigate uh, certain situations when the business group obviously will make certain requests to IT and we're not always on the same page simply because they're not always sure how IT works and how bits of technology are delivered and really kind of what the best practices are to deliver valuable tech, right? So. One of the things that we did that we really made a point about uh, when we were going through designing our, our MVP was we set up a series of workshops early on up front before we even began to look at what epics, features, and stories would eventually drive this MVP. We had all the key business stakeholders. We had some of the key folks from IT, and we basically were able to kind of give them a guideline or an overview as to how we would be delivering this product, right? This organization in particular is special because it's making a transition from kind of a, like a waterfallish approach to a more agile and product-focused uh, delivery. So we had the opportunity with a fresh canvas to really kind of lay down the tracks and say to the business group, when starting from scratch, these are the best practices when delivering a product like this, right? So we had, and it was a pretty long session, 
I would say it was, it was about an hour and a half or two hours. But we really kind of laid down the ground rules and said, so we're looking to deliver an MVP, you know, which is a minimum viable product. What we really want to do is with the least amount of resources, deliver the most value up front and then iterate from there, right? Because not everyone knows what an MVP is. And a lot of people, especially if they're from the business group, they have a ton of amazing ideas that they want to take to the market, but they don't exactly know how much effort is required from a technology standpoint. So it's really important to guide them with the idea of the MVP and say, what are the absolute core functionalities that this product needs to have in order to deliver some value to your clients or your end users? Because when you ask them that question, you give them the opportunity to really think about out of all the things that they would like for this product to eventually have, what are the things that we should be prioritizing, right? And a great example of how to communicate this was thinking of it as a thin slice of something that you can deliver up front. Maybe maybe a, a thin slice of pizza, for example, where at the very base, you have a pizza with some sauce and some cheese, and then you begin to add pepperoni, you know, sausage, you know, whatever toppings that you might like. But at the very core, you have a thin slice of something that works. So in our workshops, we help them to understand what the goal of the MVP was and why it's important to take all of your, your ideas that you'd like to have for this product, kind of pull the reins back in and think about, you know, the absolute core and the absolute necessary features to deliver at least some value up front. Again, in this context, based on the existing infrastructure that we already had in place, and then look at investing in more resources to deliver continuously as we go forward and as we receive feedback. Hey guys, more to come on this, but just a quick reminder that the IT Sandbox is brought to you by the CHC Group. You know, I always say that the only real way to drive change in your IT organization, well, is to have more people on your team speak in the same language. And that's where the CHC Group comes into place. We're bringing to you staffing solutions for IT people by IT people. My colleagues and I, we've actually been in the day-to-day grind and the madness of IT delivery on a ton of digital projects. So before we even hand over a candidate for you to interview, we're actually asking better screening questions up front because we've actually been in your shoes. So if you're looking to improve your delivery capacity or drive some change in your technology group, feel free to head on over to the chcgroup.net to see how we can support your IT staffing and other business needs. The link's also in the show notes. Feel free to check us out. Another thing we did in these workshops was since it was a brand new product and since this is an organization that's really going through a transition to become more product focused and and more iterative as we build, we had the opportunity to kind of really express to the business stakeholders what our framework for delivery was going to be. 
we talked about agile delivery and we talked about working in a scrum setting and we really were able to kind of help them understand that this work was going to be based on some large broad pieces of functionality obviously we call them epics and then we would break them down into features that support that functionality and then even smaller and more granular at this user story level so you give them an opportunity to understand this framework and then you let them know we will be working in two week sprints and each sprint will have a certain amount of stories that we're going to be working on based on the story size then you'll be able to kind of prioritize really what is it that you want to deliver first because you know as tech people we know that the business will come to us and say items x y and z are absolute priority but by the time we get to a refinement session when we're actually using story points to kind of size out our stories and then we can take that information back to them and say items x y and z are pretty complicated each of them is going to take a significant amount of work but item z is going to be the largest one so out of the three which one do you want to prioritize up front we give them this context and we lay out this framework for them to let them know that our main goal in all of this is to deliver something that works as quickly as possible that provides value and that we're able to easily change over time right we really want to work towards a working product and that's something that when you're working with a business group who isn't so tech savvy really being able to kind of lay down these tracks for them and say this is the way that we're going to work and this is the best practice for us to use if you really want to be able to deliver some sort of value quickly and then take in your feedback from there and iterate so one of the things you really want to be able to do when you're working with a business group that isn't so tech savvy especially when you're building a product from scratch it's kind of hard to really find some direction but one of the ways you can do that is by understanding the process that they want to achieve now in this case in the example that I'm using and I'm speaking from some experience that is actually still ongoing we're still building the product one thing that's been really valuable for us is understanding the process that's in place currently and understanding the outcome that they'd like to achieve once you understand those two pieces then you can really focus on what needs to be done to bridge the gap so you know whether you use microsoft visio or you know lucidchart or something like that to map out your processes this is a really valuable exercise that can help you to understand what the desired outcome is for the business and it can really help you to tie your features and your stories back to a part of the process that the user will actually relate with right when the user is going through a certain process flow then you can really visualize it once you've laid it out on you know your Microsoft Visio or your Lucid chart and as you kind of build out this story of a complete user flow your features and your user stories can actually line up with what you've drawn out. So after we did this, we kind of understood where we were today, where the business group wants to be with this product from a process standpoint. Then we were able to really start from the top down with our epics, our features below that obviously, and our stories. 
Now we use a cool tool called Miro. It's Miro.com. I'll leave a link for that in the show notes as well. And they actually have a free version that allows you to really draw out your epics features and your stories in a way that helps everyone on the team, everyone who's involved, even you know business folks who aren't tech savvy, everyone can visualize what we're looking to build and how we want to prioritize it. So I encourage you to check that out. It's really a useful tool that for us kind of really helped tie everything together and make sure everybody was on the same page. And in doing this exercise where everyone can visualize the epics, the features, and the stories, you're really giving your business stakeholders an opportunity to see, you know, how things start to take shape and how you begin to prioritize. And you actually, you know, you let them participate in that as well. Because on the Miro board, there's actually a space at the very bottom that's for stories that we would say are below the line, right? Stories that are representing things that are nice to have, but not necessarily an absolute priority for MVP. And when you give the business stakeholders kind of like the power to really participate and almost drive these sessions, you really give them an opportunity to come into your world as a technologist and help to bring them on board when you're developing an MVP or whatever enhancement for any existing product, really. You give them an opportunity to align with the way you work and how you plan on delivering. That way, their expectations really match up with yours with respect to the workflow that you and your technology group want to have in place. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in today. I hope you've gotten some value out of this segment. If any of it hit it home for you, feel free to share and subscribe because there's more to come. I'll be here every Tuesday and Thursday rambling on, sharing more ideas, more experiences, and hopefully anything I say on here can help you to be the voice of reason within your group. So thanks again, and I'll catch you in the next one. Thank you.